Welcome to the first episode of the Short Boys Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm joined here with Brock, and we are a new sports podcast. We've been working on this for a little while now, sort of trying to figure out what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. And I'm super stoked that our debut has finally arrived. Brocky, how are you feeling about it, mate? Pumped, Matthew. I am pumped. <laughs> it's been in the works for a little while, like you were saying. Uh, it's probably not the debut I was hoping for as a young fella coming through the ranks. You know how it is. Running out for the Brisbane Broncos at Suncorp Stadium. Yeah. But uh, this one's going to do, I think. It's a close second. Close second, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Actually rang the folks telling them I was making my debut today and... Uh, they got very emotional on the phone. Oh, really? They asked me what I was making a debut for and uh, told them the potty, you know how it is, and they hung up on me. So uh, <laughs> we'll leave it as it. Uh, it happens, it happens. Look, we are a sports podcast. We will be predominantly focusing on NRL. However, any other major headline within the world of sport, we definitely will touch on. And we're here to have a laugh, so don't be surprised if we go on any random tangents or anything like that. Now, the name, Short Boys. Brocky, give us a little insight into how that came about. Yes. So I'm short. Matthew's short. We're proud of it. So we'll leave it there, right? Eh? <laughs> That's pretty much it. That is pretty much it. Look, as you can tell, we're not super serious or anything like that. We're literally just two mates that love talking sport and having a laugh. And there's probably a lot of people out there going, why the hell are you two boys starting a podcast? Like, you look like absolute idiots. Yeah. But to be completely honest with you, every time Brock and I hang out, we just end up talking sport the whole time. So we thought, why don't we just film it and throw it out there? And that's what we're doing. So we're not trying to become multimillionaires or anything like that. And if we get one viewer every single week, we're going to come back and do it because it's a massive passion of ours and we just love talking sport. So get around us. Um, every Thursday at 2 p.m., we will be dropping a new episode and you can access that on YouTube at Short Boys Podcast. You can also listen to it on any good podcasting app, whether that be Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And also give us a follow on TikTok and Instagram at Short Boys Podcast. We'll be posting Heaps of reels, shorts, and content throughout the week. So, uh, look, you got a choice. You can turn us up or you can turn us off. So, Well said, mate. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Thanks, oh, You did very well for the first time. Thanks, I appreciate first it. First episode, kicked it off really, really good. Oh, you? I love to see it, don't you? I love to see it. Now, as we are an NRL podcast, Brocky, I've done a little bit of research. Okay. 23 sleeps until the NRL season Is that starts. it? Yeah. That went very quick, I think. Very quickly. It's a lot a, has happened too. Yeah, 100%. A lot has happened. No, we can't dive into everything that's happened no. in the off-season. So today's probably going to be around our predictions, but I've got a couple things before we get into that first. So obviously the season's kicking off yes. in Vegas this year. There's four teams going over there. Two questions. This is a two-parter. Okay. One, how will it go with the American audience? And two, how do you think the boys will go behaviour-wise? I'll answer your first question first. Yeah. I think it's going to go good over there. Mm-hmm. Get some eyes over there, you know. Yep. Can only benefit the game, I think. Answer the second question, I don't know. <laughs> you know, It's a grey area, it's, isn't it's, it? It's grown up boys over there. Yeah. They run amok over here. Put them in Vegas. I don't know how they're going to go. So <laughs> 100%. We'll leave it there. But, um, yeah, what do you reckon about that? Um, I, reckon, I reckon it will go really good with the American audience. The only thing... That I'm worried about is that when that initial sort of spark dies out in the States, are yeah. people going to still be interested in yeah. it? Like the first and second year, yeah, it'll go really good. But if you're trying to go come back for a third time and a fourth time, are the American fans going to want to continue watching it? Because as Peter Volandis was saying, they're not going over there for one year. Yeah. It's going to be a five, ten year plan to try and get it growing in America. And as, as you were saying earlier off, off uh, camera... We want them watching State of Origin. Yeah. We want them watching Grand Finals. Long we want term. them tuning in. We don't just want them watching this one game and then not giving a rat's ass about it for the rest of the season. So, um, but will the boys behave? Yeah, great question. I got no idea. Thirty grown men, thirty grown rugby league men over yeah, in Vegas, squad. running amok. Yes. What do you reckon? There's only one one way to f- solve this. 
What? Not, I'm not taking the piss here either. <laughs> I think this is generally what they need to do. Yeah, yeah. Take babysitters over there for them. Babysitters, you reckon? Yes. <laughs> Just to control them. Yeah, so what? Have, have a couple of blokes watching them every couple single time. A couple of blokes they go watching out. them when they go out, you know. Yeah. Let, them, let them run a mark still, but just keep them in line, I think. Yeah, I think that's the only way to do it. I think they're going to do that, yeah. honestly. Like, yeah, you can't yeah. just let them roam free over there no. because, look, <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. If shit hits the fan and, like, a rugby league player does something really bad in America, like, Sorry, bro, but I don't think we'll be going back no. there. Like we've sort of, sort of have to behave. And as you said, the babysitters could be could be a very good plan. Um, if the NRL's looking out for two boys too to go over there, yeah, to babysit we'll, happily. We'll happily be babysitters. Up. I don't know if like someone like Troy Mitt's going to listen to two short boys no. like us, but um, look, if you want to fly us over there, we'll we'll, we'll do go. it, won't we? We'll go hundred percent, short boys. Let's go get us over there now. Predictions twenty twenty four season. It was. Uh, I'm excited for this year. Yes. I'm very excited. A lot of good teams. Lots of good teams here. There is lots of good teams. I struggled to do my top eight. So did I. Because there's so many good new signings and teams' rosters are balancing out so much better than they previously have, I think. So it's good to see. And last year finished really strong, didn't it? Yes, it did. With uh, the grand final. Grand final, then the the World Cup. uh, Not World Cup. Cup, Yeah, yeah. yeah, The Tri-Nations Four Nations. Yeah, whatever it was. Kiwis. Kiwis pumped us. Yeah, Kiwis pumped us. Um, Top eight predictions. Brocky. What have you got? Hit me okay. with it. So I've got to finish number one. I've got the Panthers. Mm-hmm. I've got Storm coming second. Mm-hmm. I've got third, the Broncos. Fourth, the Roosters. Fifth, I've got the Cowboys. Sixth, I've got the Rabbitohs. And then seventh, I've got the Knights. And I've got the number eight, my boys, the Finns. Oh, the Dolphins. Yeah. You reckon Dolphins they're sneaking in? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, love it. Too many good signings. Um, that's good. I'll hit you with mine, and then we'll have a little yarn about it. So I've got Panthers first, Rabbitohs second, Warriors third, Broncos fourth, Roosters fifth, Storm sixth, dropping off a little bit, I think, okay. which is surprise. Six is a drop off for the yep. Storm. That's the standards yep, yep, that yep, they've 100%. sort of brought us to know. Uh, my boys, the Eels in seventh. I think they'll get back into the eight this year. And I've, I've got the mighty Finns in number eight Finns, as well. Yeah, I, reckon, I think they're missing out this year. Yeah, I, I reckon they're looking pretty good. They've made some really good yeah. signings. Um, yeah. So you got the Storm falling off? I've got the Storm falling off a little bit, yeah. And um, I don't know, I just think that they're lacking that uh, – Forward punch like they've sort of only got okay. Nelson in my eyes. I think Welch is sort of yeah. aging in his career. Tui Kamakamika, yeah, he's a solid player, but he's not a not a top top tier uh, front rower in our game. So I think they might struggle in that area there. But look, like it's the storm. It could uh, yeah. it could come back to bite me. I think Munster Hughes that spine's gonna have a bounce back here. Then also heard that Trent might be playing. He's been training at lock. Trent um, Liera. And then Sean Bloor's gone and play that edge, apparently. So Serious? that's what I've heard, yeah. Oh, true. And then Kingy's gone to the um, front row. So that can give Nelson coming off the bench. Okay. Yeah, no, that's so that, really nice. that changes it for me, I think. That's interesting because I, I thought they really persisted with Trent yeah. there last year. And well, I, I thought, thought yeah. he was going to be their long-term second role with Elise Katoa. But yeah. as you've just said there, they've... Uh, all whispers too. All whispers, Nothing yeah. Confirmed. Little birdie. Little yep. birdie told you yep. that one, did they? Um, yeah. Another surprising one with myself. Warriors in third. What do you reckon about that? Yeah, I just it's they always do that and they always drop. I I just don't have too much trust in them. I'm hopefully hopefully they prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. I just can't. Too many good sides that come back into the eight for yeah. me. Yeah, you got okay. like the Cowboys, your Pan, your Parramatta, you got the Manly. They're stacked too. Like it's too many good teams. I think they'll be pushing maybe lower eight, but I think I got them outside my eight. Okay, true. I'll give you a couple of reasons why I think the Warriors will make the eight this year. First thing, I think they've got a massive home grand advantage at Mount Smart State, and they've built that into okay. a little bit of a fortress. So I think they're guaranteed to get a couple of wins throughout the year purely just off other teams having to travel over New Zealand and play at Mount Smart Stadium. Like, home crowd advantage, yeah. I think it's great. Another thing, they're adding Kurt Catewell and Roger Tuovasasek straight into their roster, which is two massive buys. So I think that 
I don't. I can't see them going backwards with adding those two guys into their squad. Yeah, it's, you, it's just going to be interesting to see if Tuvashek will have the same impact he did when he was at fullback because he's sort of been untested in centres. I think Fenerel hasn't he? Yeah, I don't think he's played he's a game played, in the centres. Yeah, he's played fullback and wing. Yeah, wing at the Roosters early on. So it'd be interesting to see how he goes. Yeah, I, I don't Obviously know. Obviously, he's probably going to kill it. It's Tuvashek. Yeah, li- literally. That that's what I think. I think. When he was playing at the Warriors and he was at fullback, he was the main man. He was sort of carrying the team on his back there for a yeah. couple of years. He had to come up with the big plays, but he's coming into a completely different Warriors team to what it was when he left. And there's stars in there that, that have responsibilities. Roger doesn't have to be that big, big breakout player that does all the big plays. He's yeah. literally just got to have good carry out of yardage and maybe do a little bit of, little bit of cheeky stuff inside the 20-metre zone. But like, I think he's coming into an excellent Warriors team. Andrew Webster's done awesome things there. And Curdy Catewell slipping on the edge. I He'll can be think nice. Of, think of worst back rowers to no, have. He's a good get. That's great. Pushes near Corey back into the middle. You reckon? Yeah, I think. You don't Nick, think you don't. You don't think I think Jackson was... Ford will, will start on the back row yeah, with okay. Curdy Catewell, and near Corey will go back in the middle because he played that at Parramatta near Corey. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, good problem to have. Oh, great problem to have. Hundred percent. Now the Premiership. Who have you got winning it this year? I have the Panthers again. Oh. <laughs> Tell me why. I've got the Panthers as well. I've got the Panthers as well. I just can't see anyone beating them. Yeah. Not with the same side they have. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, unless they have a massive injury throughout the year. Yeah, to a key key player too. To a Cleary or a Yo or a Dylan Edwards. Who's going to beat them at the business I don't even think, like, even if Edwards gets injured, I think they'll be right. Look, I think think if any of those guys get injured, they're they're I think it might be just Cleary. Because I think there's a few good lock forwards there. Yeah. Paul Adamotti's there. Like, I think they're planning him in the middle. Yeah, I did hear that yeah, actually. Yeah, off the bench as an impact yeah. player. Be interesting to see if he if he lines up there round one. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's just who's going to beat them at the back end of the season. They've been there. They've done that. They've proven us wrong every year. They've always lost players. So they lost Burton and Catewell after their first premiership. Then they lost Appy and, and Kicks after yeah. their second. They're losing Lenu and Crichton. Like every year, they've proved us wrong. They're a quality club. They know how to win. They know what they're doing. I don't think anyone's going to beat him this season. a few reasons to finish. You know, Luai's got his last year with him. Yeah. Tyler May comes back into the side, I would imagine. He yeah. Hasn't, he hasn't won a comp there with him. Yeah. He, out of all them years. Hasn't he? No, he hasn't. He's been injured or suspended. Oh, true, because he yeah. didn't win that one with Parramatta, did nah. he? Yeah, against Parramatta. Yeah, sorry. against Parramatta. Yeah, right. Yeah. I so used there's to, a couple of good reasons there to f- still have fire, you know, fuel the fire. Yeah. So, Luai going out with Fauna. Right? Yeah. Imagine that for a storyline. Look, I used to hate the Panthers. I used to be against them when they beat my boys Parramatta in the grand final. I hated them, but... Now I'm happy to sit back and watch greatness yeah. because it's not very often you see four in a row when you, no, in your yeah. lifetime happens. So. I don't think in our lifetime again we'll see it happen. Yeah. Now, it's just the Finns. I see that happening, actually. <laughs> oh, you reckon I'll get four in a row? could see it happening. <laughs> now, the wooden spoon. Going down to the bottom end of the ladder. The, the end, end you don't want to be. Yeah, exactly. Who do you think is going to take out the wooden spoon this year? Have the Dragons. Okay, tell me why. I know they've got, they've got the new coach, but... Other than that, they haven't got any any key player signings or whatnot. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Roman Batola Mariner just signed there recently. You don't think he's gonna? He'll be good. He'll be. He's good for him, but yeah, he's yeah. not. He's not a player that's gonna you know break the game open. Yeah, and, completely. Yeah. completely change. Yeah. Um, I don't. I'm not too sure what Hunt's playing. Yeah, there was talks that Flanagan yeah, was going to be the, the game. I don't know if he'll play six or seven, but there was talks that Shane came out and said that he was going to be the game manager, which yeah. is interesting when you've got Benny Hunt there. Which I, it could be. It could be a good move. But it also could go to shit really, really quick. Yeah. So that that could be the best move of the year, you know, mm-hmm. from Fano. But yeah, I just there's no players that stand out for me besides Benny Hunt. You don't reckon like Sloney and Lomax and stuff like Lomax, that? Lomax, if Lomax gets a good chance to fullback and see him 
in Origin talks even. Okay. I think he's got that much potential. Yeah, or like as a sort of extended bench yeah, sort extended of role. Yeah, extended bench. Yep. Not, not, probably not playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, just in the talks. Yeah, in the talks. Yep. But there is talks of him going to wing. I think that is just a waste. If he's on the wing, I... Well, the only the only thing silly. that I I did see that as well. If they have Lomax on the wing and Sloan at fullback, then they can swap them swap them over mid. I do see what I, you're I, saying. He may be a bit wasted on the wing, but I like know, yeah. And and I know how you Flano came out and said he wants to swap the fullbacks. Yeah. When you did that with Cronulla, he had Ben and Barber and Valentine Holmes. They, these two players aren't Ben Barber and Valentine Holmes. Yeah. Yeah, so he yeah. had he had he was able to do that mm-hmm. with I don't think he can do that with the Dragons. Yeah, the the only thing I'm going to chip you on is that a team with Ben Hunt playing top tier footy, I don't see it getting the wooden spoon. I was on him last year for the spoon, and then midway through the year when Benny Hunt sort of won a couple games on his on his own on his own li- literally, I was like a team with Benny Hunt in it, and it can't a team with Ben Hunt playing top tier footy isn't going to finish last. So I think it solely depends on his form, how happy he is, and how he's playing. Exactly so right. he, I, I can see them finishing last, but I think it purely depends on Ben Hunt. Yeah, no, and, I agree. and Shane Flanagan's a good coach. We've seen yes. it at the Sharks. He's overachieved. He overachieved um, yeah. there for a couple of years, I think. Um, I've got the West Tigers. Okay. Now wow. This, this wow. Could, that was surprising. Yeah, this could this could come back to bite me a little bit. The only thing that I think that the reasoning behind this is that the West Tigers have been a basket case for the last ten years. They've been an absolute basket case. And every single preseason, we've always gone, nah, they're tight. they'll be all right this year. But they've just been that poor in the last 10 years, top to bottom, that they've got to prove to me that they're different this year. Yeah. And I understand they've got Appy and they've got Jareem Buller and they've got some really star players. But until I see a change in their attitude and performance, they've got to prove to me that they're not a, wooden, a bottom two team, essentially. Look, Benji's never coached a game in his life. He's sort of only been in the coaching scene for 18 months or so, like as an assistant and a, and yeah. a main coach. Like, I love Benji. He's a great player, but we don't know if he can coach. There's so many yeah, There's no. so many question marks around that. What do you reckon? Yeah, you, you nailed it, right? Everything you said I would have said, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, we love it. We love it. We'll, they're, yeah, they're, I just think their they're, they're forward pack's too, too it, it, it is a strong forward pack, I agree. And also, like you said, with Appy and Dream Buller, like, surely that's not a wooden spoon side. Mm. I know Benji's first year pretty much coaching... Still, I still think that's their team's enough to get off the bottom of the ladder. Yeah, yeah, I, I can, I can see where you're coming from. Now, the halves. Who do you think plays halves this year for them? I think because it, we know we've got they've got Jerome Luai coming in 2025. Yeah. Who do you think will be the six and seven this year? Because they lost, they're both six and seven. They had Dane Laurie and Luke Brooks there. Who do you think Depen- will play? See, depends what way Benji wants to go. If he wants to win now, mm-hmm. or it depends if he wants to build for Luai's. Luai seven or six for next year. Yeah, if they want to win now, I'd put a bit Caesar and Sullivan. Mm-hmm. I think I think Caesar, uh, Caesar, sorry, is going to have a good year. Okay, just yeah. underrated year, but I think he's going to do his job well. Yeah. Um, if they want to build for the future with Luai, mm-hmm. depends what Luai. If he wants to be the seven, maybe yeah. put Sullivan there a six. Mm-hmm. Not too sure. What do you reckon? Well, I think what you said. If they're trying to win now, like if they're trying to win now, that. That, that's what the West Tigers yeah. have done for the last 10 years. That's why they've been so poor. They've just done short-term fixes that they think is going to turn overnight. But I they, think they, if they want to be successful in the long term and with Jerome Luai, they'd need to blood someone in that's going to be there with him yeah. next year. So I did hear talks that Lockie Galvin might get a go. Okay. Um, young fella. Yeah, young fella. Big, tall, six foot three, kind of um, big ball running uh, number six. If, so if that is the case, he's got to stick at least 10 rounds out, give yeah. him a good crack. Yeah, I, th- I think Benji's going to be really... I think he will be a good player developer because yeah. he's been there, done that. But 
it just depends what kind of style they're going to go for. And as you said, if they're trying to win now or win for the future. Also got the likes of GI going in there. That's good signs for the yeah, club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got GI and they got rid of the the, the board members. I yeah, don't know so how much impact they had, but I'd say they had a, had a fair bit of yes. impact negatively there. Now the Daily M. This is yeah. an award that we can't bet on. Any? Do you know why we can't bet on it? Something about getting leaked, wasn't it? Yeah, it was in the in the Jack White and you got leaked a couple hours before and all the punters jumped on it. So thanks to that guy that leaked it because every year I would love to bet on Daily M. Like, I'd love to. Yeah, it is good. And I can't. I would have won some money last year too. Yeah, I, I was on Nico. Just bumped the mic. I was on Nico. The Like I said, Nico will win the Daily M. Um, uh, Cliche, but. Yeah, <laughs> of course I did. Of course I did. Now, I'm going to start with mine. I've okay. got Nathan Cleary winning it. The yep. last three years, he's been there and thereabouts. I think it was, he did his hamstring last year, um, didn't win it. Whether he would have or not, I'm not sure, but he definitely would have been closer than what he was. year before, he got suspended for upending Dylan Brown. And Clarkie's Rugby League column put a thing out that he's had the most votes in the last four years wow. in the Daily M vote. So I think this is clear his time. I think he's an absolute shoo-in to win it. Who have you got? Yeah. Um, so I've got... Callum Ponga back-to-back. Ooh, KP. Yeah, I've got a few hey? stats here, Matt. Mm. I know you like stats. I'm a stats man. Because you, you know why? Stats don't lie, bro. So, uh, stats don't lie. He only played 20 games last year and he won it off that, right? Mm-hmm. So that's 20 games, pretty good pretty good going, that, that's, right? You that's think a fair so? few yeah. games, yeah. Uh, at, least, at least, let's say a majority of them games, he was in six. At the start of the season, sta- he was, So he yes. wasn't playing his best position. Yep. It's pretty quiet at the start of the year, wasn't he? Yep. And then also a majority of them games as well, he didn't finish because he got head knocked. Yeah. So let's just say 10 games he played all up in his preferred position fullback and he won it off that. So that was when they had that massive run at the end of yeah. the year, correct? So that was yeah. 10 games, I think it was, wasn't their run? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd so say it was about that. Yeah. So just imagine him full season, mm. injury free, let's scary, say. Scary, prospects. scary prospect. Scary. Nights are going good again this year, I think. Yeah. Scary signs. I, I can't see anyone beating him. Just re signed uh, Adam O'Brien, which is, yeah, which is good. good. Good to have a little bit of stability and in the coaching ranks. No one's taking points off him. With, yeah. See, with Cleary, you have your Yo's, your yeah, Edwards, who, who your take, Top Oz. They can take points off him. So that's that's the only bit I have a bit worried about Cleary. But Yeah, I do agree. Kalen Ponga, it, it was interesting, his back end of the season, wasn't it? Because oh. the, the, we thought he was going to retire when he went over to America to get the I scans. was emotional. Did I was, you cry? A couple of nights I did cry. <laughs> Go into a dark room, into the corner and just start sobbing. Yeah. It would have been sad to see KP, but it's good that he's, he's killing it now. And I remember he came back for his first game against Parramatta and they absolutely ran a muck around him and then they go, right, let's throw him back to fullback. Now, breakout player of the year. Yep. Who have you got? So, for my breakout player of the year, I've got Brendan Piokura from the Brisbane Broncos. Ooh, I like it. On that it. edge, I on like that it. edge. Feeling Kate, Kurt Catewell, you reckon? Yeah, you're feeling Kurt Catewell's spot. Do you, do you reckon he's going to be playing on that left edge or do you reckon they might move him to the right? Um, I, yeah, is that because of the defensive, defensive dramas you think dramas, with Cobbo think, yeah. going into the centres? Look, I think it's a risk if you've got Cobbo as your man and Brennan Pierre at all defending on yep, the same okay. side. I don't know what they'll do, but I do agree with you that Brennan yeah. Pierre is so, in for a massive year in the back. So defence is worrying me a little bit. Yeah, but in attack he's got so much upside. Like he'll run, he runs that lead line a lot for Reese Walsh. I think we'll see with Reese at the back, and yeah. a lot of tension will go on Reese. I reckon out the back. So I reckon you'll you see Ezra or Reynolds hit him short a lot. Yeah, and he can hit a hole really he can nice. Hit a hole. And he can score a bit yeah, of meat. Too. He loves to try. He's uh, he's an absolute shoe in for your multi, multi every single week. So. Yep. That's a great call, Brocky. It will be interesting to see what side he plays on and who he's next to, but yeah. 
balance I, the squad out. I think, I think he's he in might, for a yeah. in for a massive year as well because he played a little bit um, in the back row last year for the Broncos, didn't he? Yeah, I've got some stats here actually. Ooh, stats man! Five games he played, eighty minutes for. Yeah. Right? So uh, he averaged 112 running metres. Yeah. Not too bad knock for him. That, that's pretty good. For, for, for someone fella. just coming in to do their yeah. job, yeah? No, that's pretty good. good knock. I like that. I like that a lot. Now, my breakout player, I've got Will Penasini for the Parramatta Eels. Okay, I like that. Playing in the centres there. Now, last year you could say it was a little bit of a quiet year for him. I think he lacked a bit of consistency, but don't get me wrong. His last, He's played two full seasons of NRL. He played a little bit in 2021. Uh, I think that we've seen glimpses of Will Penasini being an awesome centre, like a, a top-tier yeah. centre. He's, he's palmed off people. He's done a few shake and bakes. Few goosies. Yeah, a few goosies, few individual tries. He's been awesome. I think he's just lacked that consistency, as I was he's saying. He's got a lot of upside. He's got a, a lot, lot of upside. I think he can be that X-factor uh, backline player for the Parramatta Eels that they've sort of lacked one. in the last couple of years. They really need one out there. Now, 2022, he had a massive year. Okay. So he played uh, 32 games all up. That was in the grand final charge for the Eels. And then in the off-season, played for Tonga at the World Cup. So as a 19 and 20-year-old, in your second, first full year of first grade, Will Penasini played 32 games. Like Also, grand final in that and finals for yeah, the World he's, Cup. He's playing, so a lot of big games. He, a lot of big games to get up for. Now, I think that's his reasoning for being a little bit quiet last year. He has been the last Parramatta player to come back for preseason. So obviously, the Eels have identified maybe he was a little bit burnt out last year. His last player to come back, they've given him a massive rest, and that's another reason why I think he's going to be a breakout player for this season. Good shout. Now, bang for buck signing. We're going to do signing of the year. Yes, we but were. a little bit boring, isn't it? A little bit plain, I think. Like you got Jackie bang, White, and you know, Luke bangs Brooks. a bit. Of, let's bang, baby. You know, you know how it is. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Now, uh, you can start. Can you, who you have want you me got? to start? Yeah, you have okay, you got? I got Joshy Curran for the doggies. For the doggies, Ooh. come back from come back from New Zealand. Yep. I was listening to Black and Bar's podcast. I don't know if you listened to it. It's yeah, I like listen. it. Good it's listen. Yeah, I did listen, listen to it as well. Uh, he got a bit homesick over there, so he's back with his family in Sydney, which mm-hmm. I like to see. Mm-hmm. Brings out the best in players, doesn't yeah, it, so when they're around their family normally, and yeah. stuff. Um, so a few seasons ago, when he just went over to the Warriors, they had that kind of breakout year to establish himself. 2022, sort of I think yeah, it was. Yeah, 2021, 2022. Yeah. So I've got a few stats here for that year. Again? Yes. you got more stats. Stat man. Brocky Grigger throwing Bro- stats Brocky out. Brocky the stat man. <laughs> Holy smokes. Hit me with it. So he played seven games a full 80 minutes in lock, right? Yep. So I think that's what he's going to be playing at the Bulldogs. Lock. Okay, playing lock. And I, I think big, minute, that big as well. minutes too, I think. Yeah. So he's averaged 100, 106 running metres mm-hmm. and also averaged 44.5 tackles. It's a big knock. Defensive knock, 100%. For a big man. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. A lot of tackling. I think if he if he can sort of replicate that game to the Bulldogs, mm. take a little bit of pressure off in defence for Reid. Reid Marnie. Because Reid's just been working himself in defence and yeah. that's sort of taken away his running game. Which and his is, craftiness around the rock Which he's great yeah. at. Like he's nearly, I reckon, top five hooker when he's on I think he's the attacking. best star. Got the best kicking game for a hooker in the comp oh, too. Yeah, he'd be up he there for sure. And he's real good at close range too, Reid. Yeah. But uh, – yeah, I think that's exactly what the Bulldogs need, and he can. Or he's got a good bit of good footwork at the line too. So yeah. that also that'll he, be really good. He definitely good. could cause some trouble in that middle third of the field with his footwork and his sort of passing game. I yep. think he's got a great pass game. Got a little bit of an offload in it as well. So absolute dog too. Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> that's good. That's good. For, that's probably the best joke I've heard all week, Rocky. Good on you. <laughs> uh, my bang for buck signing. I've got Keenan Palacio moving from like it. the Broncos just down a little south to the Gold Coast Titans. Now, when the Titans signed him, I don't know if it was in the back end of 2022 season or the beginning of 2023 season, but when they signed him, I can't imagine they signed him to be... uh, They didn't sign him 
to be a massive, massive buy. I thought that I reckon yeah. they signed him just to be a depth player, maybe push for a bench spot. But the back end of the year for the Broncos, he was a revelation in their charge for the grand final. I've also got some stats. Okay. We're, we're a stats like pod. We're, we're a stats sta- podcast. We came prepared. We're a stats podcast. We love to see now, it. We love to see it. He averaged 131 meters in his last 12 games for the season. Not bad knock. And these are his three uh, running meters in his finals games okay. last year for the Broncos. Give them to me. Off the bench, mind you. 153. 168 and 153 in the grand final. 153 in the grand final off the yeah, bench. Good off knock. the bench. So that's, that's awesome. That's with the team with Paddy Carrigan and Payne Ass in it too. Yeah, and against, really against good. I didn't Panthers, know that. Against the Panthers pack in Fisher Harris and Mosley. Yeah, so I didn't know that at all. I think the Titans were absolutely licking their lips with his form at the back end of the year, and did I think he's going to yeah. bring that into this season with the Titans. What do you think he's going to play for the Titans? He'll start at lock. You, you think? Guarantee he'll start at lock. I Isaac Leo, he's a he's nah, handy lock. I, I think he's sort of he's had his time, Isaac Leo. He'll come off the bench, I think, but. Keenan Palacio, exactly. he'll play 13, do a little bit of ball playing, a bit of footwork. I think he's a very good player. He's in for a massive year. Uh, and I think Tino and Mo Fodawake will be the front rowers. That's, that's a good pack. That's a lethal middle, isn't it? That is really good. Off the bench, sort of Jermaine Joloff type players that's a as well. On top there. eight. And top then four, they've, they've got Fafita and Bo Fuma, Fima to uh, round it out yep. in, their, in their pack. He's that a is, handy player too. He is a handy player. I'm keen to see how he comes back from his ACL injury. It might take him a year or so because normally with them injuries, it normally yeah. ta- like Christian Wells this year, for instance. Yeah, for after his Took Achilles, a while, yeah. It does take a while just to get your confidence so back. Don't, don't spray him if he's not having the best start of the year. Yeah, but enough, enough NRL. Uh, if you're still here, thanks for listening because we have been... Grateful, uh, very grateful. Very grateful if you're still here. We're going to get into a couple, just a couple quick segments that we'll be doing every week. First one's Brocky's Best. Now, this is Brock. He's going to hit you with his yeah. best multi for the week. It might be a same-game multi. might be a multi across different sports, and it might be uh, a multi in, a, in one sport. Yes, this week. Brocky, what have you got? What's Brocky's Best? So Brocky's Best, first week. Let's go, baby. Mm-hmm. Let's trot. So, anytime because it's Super Bowl weekend, mind you. Yes, so I've got on Super Monday. Bo- yes, I've got you, a, you're taking the day off work, aren't you? I haven't asked the boss yet. <laughs> Are you going he, to? Yes, yeah, so we'll hopefully you understand. He Super should. Bowl. He should. So, so I've got a Super Bowl multi for this week. Mm-hmm. So, I've got anytime touchdown, I've got Christian McCaffrey, Travis Kelsey, and George Kittle. I know the Swifties will like that one. Ooh, also, 49ers like the to Kelsey win. One for sure. And also, 49ers to win. Got a back they won't report. like that one. No, the, they the, won't the like Swifties that one. Won't like that they one. won't like that one. That's paying a juicy fourteen dollars fifty. Chuck Ooh. a tenner on that. Thank me later. Chuck a tenner. Have a bit more faith in yourself. Throw a fifty on it. Fifty, yes. Throw a fifty on it. Now I'll be doing a hundred. Yeah, well, that's good. So <laughs> Gamble responsible. Gamble what, what you can uh, afford to lose. Now we will do a little bit of a tally, and that will keep you accountable. We'll see how you go throughout the year. See if you're worth following. So hopefully I end up in the pluses at the end of the year, not the minuses. Yeah, I'll, I'll back you, mate. I'll back you. Thanks, mate. Pretty now, good. another thing is Matt's mood killer. I'm going to do this every week. This is something that's just pissed me off during the week, and I want to come onto the podcast and vent to you, Brock, and vent to the viewers, all listeners. Matt's mood killer of the week is people that bring their dogs to cafes. <laughs> I, I just can't get around it. Now, there is an exception. If you take the dog for a walk and you swing into a cafe, get a takeaway right. coffee, and then leave. That's okay. I, I can deal with that. But the people that bring their dogs in the cafes, dine in and let the thing sit down in the walkway and and look at you while you're eating your food. Like, yeah. have you have you ever tried to eat a breakfast burrito with a little pug like oh, snorting and Frenchy growling at you? Licking its lips at you, yeah. Or a little rat looking thing like <laughs> puffing his tongue out. Bit of a turn off, I'll, like, I will admit. Like, I can't get around it. Like, you've got to have a little bit of stability, enough stability in your life to decide. Okay, I'll walk the dog. I'll go home. And then I'll go back to the it cafe. It is vibey, I will say that. But. It might be vibey, but like, I'm a dog person. I love dogs, but I don't think they belong in cafes. Would so. you rather cats or dogs? I, I'm a dog man, for sure. I don't, I'm not a cat guy. Because I remember I seen once someone brought an emu to the cafe. 
an emu. That's yes. true. Yeah, line, let's leave man. it there. <laughs> mate, you can't be making up stories like that in the first episode, eh? Uh, it's a good try, though. Good try, though. That one. Now, yeah, if you bring your dog to Kaffa, I think you've got to reconsider what you're doing. So, uh, yeah, that, that's it. That's Matt's mood killer of the week. Now, it's a very mood killer. That's the first episode done, Brocky. How do you think we went? Really good, I think. <laughs> you reckon? I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm you proud did, of you as you well, You did extremely mate. well, I think. I think, I think First we did episode, well. you did really, really well. I think I was, I'm very proud of you, like I'm saying. Thank you. Thank you. I th- we will get better at this. This is our first time, so so bear with us. But if if you liked what you heard, we will be back every Thursday at 2 p.m. dropping a new episode. Watch that on YouTube at Short Boys Podcast. You can also listen to us on any good podcasting app. Give us a follow, Instagram and TikTok at Short Boys Podcast. We're posting heaps of content throughout the week. Matt, support Matt, the platform. TikToks. Support the platform. No, I won't be making no dancing TikToks for me, mate. Maybe you. You might couple get ready yeah. videos with me, eh? Or day in a life. Life. Day in the life of Matt, eh? <laughs> Not much going on at the moment. But yeah, get around us. And as I said, turn us up or turn us off. Thanks for coming. Sheee!